Lakers. We can get Devon on. We don't got time for Devon. We don't. No, we don't. I did ask if he wanted to come on, though. Fun fact. Nice. But but Devon Dudley said no. But I'll tell you who didn't say no, Vanessa. Do you know who didn't say no to come on? I'm sure you're going to tell me. I will tell you. Pretty Ricky, not Wildy, not or no, not Wildy, Wildy. Thank you, thank well, you very much. Good morning. Good to see you. How you doing? Good morning. What time zone are you in? Oh, it's been a couple back and forth. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it is. It's it's not Wildy, which I thought it was at first, and then Wildy. Uh, it is Wildy. 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 It's not Wildy. It's Wildy. It's Wildy. Yes, that's right. Wildy. I'm saying it correctly, right? Wildy. Yes. Yes. Wildy. I thought it was the other one. And then yeah. I heard him in a podcast and he corrected the person. I was like, I'm going to get this right. And uh, I haven't. I haven't gotten it right now the three times that I've said it. Um, but we're, we're going to uh, thank you for joining us. I know uh, we had you scheduled earlier. Something came up and uh, that's fine because we're cool with that. And you're here now. And that's all really that matters. Yeah. Um, my apologies. Ran into a little bit of a family thing. Situation pop up. Uh, so I do apologize for that, for uh, for missing that date. But happy to be here now. Mm. So my first question is, um, I was wondering, I was watching some matches of yours today, several ones, and I'm just curious to uh, why you were dressed as a giant chicken and who were you wrestling in that match? Uh, I was dressed as a giant chicken because I was wrestling Peter Griffin. Uh, (laughs) So we were wrestling at a Comic-Con. We tore the house down, you know what I mean? We went all across the Civic Center. Uh, eventually we got back into the, to the ring. We needed a big ending. We didn't have like a bomb or an explosion. So we got Bushwhacker Luke in there. He used Peter Griffin's head as the battering ram, knock my chicken self on the backside, you know, put on the show that we needed to. What civic center was that? Good God. Couldn't tell you. It was, uh, (laughs) I'm going to say four hours North of Toronto. I believe, uh, Tito Santana had been in the area recently before that. Uh, like a week or two. Yeah. A lot of comic cons up North, but I couldn't tell you where it is. Yeah. Um, and then the next question, I, I want to lead off with these two questions. That one was from Vanessa. She definitely wanted to know that answer. Um, but you, you smooching, smooching is your thing. Uh, Thank you. so, uh, and it's, it's a great gimmick or it's a great thing to have. Uh, my question is, uh, will you be able to continue that after all this or, yeah, 100%. Uh, I've been doing it the entire time, basically. Here's the deal. If you're wrestling me, you're on top of me. We are changing a lot of air, That's breath, true. fluids. These things happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it's just a matter of uh, if you're going to get in the game, you're going to get in the game. Like when you step into the ring, you understand that the other person's finger can go into your mouth. You don't want it to happen. It is a disqualification if they do it. But ultimately, those sort of things can happen. Uh, so you're taking your life in your own hands when you go in there. Um, yes, you would need to be in one of those lights out unsanctioned match to stick your finger in someone's mouth and not get disqualified. Yeah. And they got to have bags of money. If I'm going to be signing up for that, you, you want to take a a backdrop onto some tax, not at all. I don't want to take a a backdrop onto a couch. You know what I mean? Like, uh, (laughs) it hurts. I try to avoid all of it. Oh, the other thing that really resonated with me when I started preparing for this was your promo skills. Um, they're off the charts. Now, my first question is, uh, you've passed out cutting promos. Is this mm-hmm. normal for Pretty Ricky? 
Yeah, this is just a general thing. If I get fired up, if I have too much coffee, or if I just get on a topic that I'm really passionate about, there's a good chance that my blood sugar will spike and I'll just hit the floor. I come back probably 30, 35 seconds later, generally not a huge deal, uh, but it is something that happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure, though, you, it puts butts in seeds. You get the promo crossed and uh, it all works out. Yeah, or just like, you know, ordering food. If they don't understand my order, it can get rough. I've passed out in drive throughs before screaming into the speaker box. It's better for me just to go inside Wendy's. <laughs> Um, growing up, uh, what's the first wrestling memory that you can remember, whether it's watching something on TV or, or throwing an LJN around? What, what was it? So it's always been in my house. Uh, like there's a multi-generational problem with wrestling, uh, but there's a VHS of SummerSlam 91. I think it is. Uh, it's the match made in heaven match made in hell. I'm pretty sure it's 91, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, and I feel like I've watched that tape so many times. I just have that card memorized. Uh, it had a, a Royal rumble sticker on the VHS cause it was, you know, pirated from back yeah. in the day, yeah. but, uh, good God. Yeah. That was, that's the first show that I remember. And that's why uh, they got a new Sid justice toy coming out where he's in a ref shirt. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of Sid, but like, man, he was the ref from that show. And it's just kind of something sentimental about the long curly blonde hair, yeah. the ref shirt. It's a, uh, it's a vision. Yeah, man. A Sid justice referee action figure or yeah, no, he was on the cover of that, that, uh, Coliseum home video, I believe. Probably. I only ever had the stolen versions of everything, but <laughs> I believe you that it was on there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, kids today got it easy. Now they can just go to literally just type it in, type in the match they want to see. There it is. Like I, I had to uh, borrow cassette tapes, uh, tape them. Um, and, and it was hard. You had to trade and, and today kids got it easy, man. Easy. Yeah, I had to record everything off TV. Uh, I did grow up with a computer, though, but I scrapped like three of them, just downloaded every file I could trying to get my hands on wrestling. It was uh, a lot of corrupted stuff. These things happen. Um, what was did you always want to be a wrestler? Was that was that it? In, in... I'll be honest with you. I was like 24 years old before I realized that there were people who did not want to become wrestlers. <laughs> I assumed that that was the goal for everyone. That's what we were all doing. Um Turns out a lot of people don't want to do that, but you know, uh, so yeah, yeah, this is, this has been the whole, the whole goal, the whole time. Uh, were your parents behind this? No, no. Why would anyone be, in, <laughs> why would anyone want you to do that? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a terrible, terrible life plan. It's not a very, uh, smart plan. It's horrifically unorganized and it's just not a good way to, to build a life. But, uh, you know, some callings can't be denied. They can't be denied. Now, I, I heard in a past, uh, you went on the record saying your parents wanted you to be a lawyer. Could you have, could you lawyer have done- or a doctor for well, sure? Yeah. Um, you're, you can play. I mean, I guess you could, you dressed up as a chicken. You, I, I suppose you could be a, uh, Isaac Yankum. I'm sure I've done one of those things. One of those times. Uh, yeah, they were really looking for me to do that. I, uh, just don't have it in me. You know what I mean? Um, we're ha- we have a, a debate going on right now in the Twitch chat. Uh, they're wondering how much it cost to furnish that Seinfeld apartment. Is that a is that Seinfeld's apartment? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't cheap. I'll admit that. Uh, but I just kind of like it. My only other option was the episode of Seinfeld where Kramer gets uh, the the set for a talk show <laughs> oh, in his yeah. own apartment. It's, uh, uh, the Merv Griffin show. Yeah, Merv Thank Griffin you. Show. Merv Griffin show. Uh, so that was what I was going to go for, but it was just such a headache to track down all that furniture. Uh, so I've just gone for this look. 
how many people we got live in the chat right now? I, I never I try not to ever look at how many people are live. I pretend there's millions and millions of people. I forgot that there was a live stream. Shout out to the people in the chat. Thanks for being here. Everybody forgets it's a live stream. Everybody. That's our gimmick. We just we tell people that we're doing a, a podcast and uh but it's really live. Right on. It's worked out so far. Um how do how does uh um how does one get uh, a free month at Santino's school at Crossbody? Uh okay, so uh, free month couldn't tell you i know at uh, battle arts which was santino school uh they gave free week trials uh, but they were pretty strict on that so it was hard to slip beyond that and i saw a lot of guys come in tell me how passionate they were about wrestling do a week trial and never saw them again uh, at crossbody i would assume it'd be the same thing but due to covid they're currently switching buildings uh i got a six month free scholarship six to months. battle arts but i had to uh win a contest in the Toronto Pro Super Show, the bodybuilding exposition. Uh, so I had to win in a competition for battle arts there, and that started my uh, my pro wrestling journey, at least. Uh, off. So, were you? What were you doing before that? Were you just doing bodybuilding so, shows? Uh, no, before that, I was at U of T. I was uh, amateur wrestler, ah. and then uh, I w- dating a girl, and she was a bodybuilder. So we went there. Uh, I stopped by just because I was a big wrestling fan, and they said, "Oh, we have a competition going on where you can win a." free trial and the plan was at the time for me and her to move out to calgary to go to lance storm school uh but then we fell into this uh this scholarship from battle arts and it just kind of set our life in a different path nice so what's that um you go in there so you get the scholarship you go in you see all the people you know that are coming in uh, saying they're passionate whatnot uh what's uh, what's that first week like for you uh so to win the competition i had to do I want to say it was a thousand squats. Maybe it was, maybe it was less. I don't remember. Uh, but we had to do a bunch of different exercises and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't that fit. You know what I mean? But Yuki Ishikawa Santino just staring at you and I really wanted to win this thing. So I spent the better part of the next like two weeks walking around like Frankenstein. So that really stunted my start there. Uh, but I can like vividly remember my first day at battle arts talking to santino talking to the different characters seeing the place for the first time just recognizing that you know every every clip i've ever seen of a wrestling school every book i've ever read about it it's always been this dingy disgusting terrible place and this is like legitimately a palace uh so it was it was unbelievable for me to be there um before i i want to get into uh like who pretty ricky is especially for some people maybe who have never even heard of you but i have written down here uh you were si- signed as a referee in the WWE? I mean, I've been signed to a few different places. Uh, I won't deny that. I was yeah. a referee on Ring of Honor for uh, a little bit there. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, these things happen. So I, I was, uh, I think towards the end of my university career, I was uh, starting as a pro wrestling referee. Again, just like trying to get my foot into trying the in, yeah. business, trying to figure it out. And then uh, eventually switched courses and went over to strictly wrestling. Strictly wrestling. So you're so now we're up to strictly wrestling. Uh, who is Pretty Ricky, and is it just you dialed up to like a thousand? What's what's the deal? I don't even think it's that. Quite frankly, it's just uh, you know it, it's it's me in front of a, a large group of people. Yeah. You know they want to yell at me. They want to try to make a, a deal out of me. And ultimately, I don't know. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to accomplish something here. You know what I mean? So it, I don't. Know. It's hard to even say that I I'm trying to turn it up as much as. I'm in front of a large group of people. There are cameras on me. You know, I'm, I'm excitable. I'm ready to go in that moment. 
so yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just kind of me being me. Are the, are the fans more of an annoyance? Oh, I can't say that because, uh, the energy is just not the same during the COVID shows. You know, I love them and mm-hmm. there's, uh, there's still a lot of good to be had there. A lot of very intelligent, <laughs> sorry, a lot of incredible products being put out there, but it's just not the same without the fans. It's not the, the same energy of that hot, tight, packed little building, just vibrating from the sounds. That's what we're going for, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, some people might classify you as I personally wouldn't, but others may as a comedy wrestler. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I understand why they say that. I disagree entirely. Yeah, I, um, I that's just a uh, personal opinion. It's like, uh, you know, the idea of saying that ravishing Rick rude was a comedy wrestler. Right. I, I don't think so. I don't think point. the rock was a comedy wrestler. I think they were hysterical. Uh, I think, you know, watching Hulk Hogan promos, I think are pretty funny. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of just ridiculous stuff in wrestling. Like I was just watching uh, WrestleMania 15 and the big boss man's hung by a noose. And it's like, uh, what, this is serious. That's right. what this is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's all insanity. It's a carnival show. Um, yeah. so maybe people don't like to have that many laughs in wrestling, which I can appreciate. And I don't think that it should be all laughs. I think there should be a plethora of things on the card. That's a, that's a personal opinion of mine. Um, but yeah, to try to, to try to just kind of categorize it and fluff it off as a comedy wrestler, you could say I'm not in as good a shape as ravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> like that I'll admit to, that you know you, what I mean? That, you'll, that you're down for, but you're right. And, ravishing and, Rick Rude was, was uh, very entertaining, very comedic. Absolutely. And like, by the same token, I'm probably not as good as a wrestler as him. So you, you could also say that, you know, and these yeah. are fair criticisms, but to say that he's a pro wrestler and I'm a comedy wrestler. Yeah. I don't see that distinction the same way. Yeah. Oh, gee. I mean, oh, I, we could talk about this all day. Owen Hart was an extremely, you know, uh, entertaining guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, you think about the little spots where he was uh, just kind of messing with Brett and such a little detail. Yeah. But there's also a little bit of comedy in there. There's maybe more. And I, oh, I hate this pun, but uh, there's legitimately more heart in those spots yeah, than yeah. just the strict laugh, uh, which I, I can. Again, there's an argument we can get into, but uh, I, I don't see those strict definitions as people want to try to put them around. Uh, these it's like you know in the 90s saying that these guys are just strictly hardcore wrestlers right was stone cold steve austin a hardcore wrestler he yeah. had some of the wildest best brawls going yeah he was the world champion you know what i mean i don't yeah. think he's necessarily a hardcore wrestler it's all uh these categories are all kind of make-believe yeah they're ridiculous they're like hashtags nobody really pays attention to them but yeah i've been trying to get so many hashtags over it and it's not working so i i don't think it's worth the try <laughs> i had a whole list i have a whole list hold on let me see uh the Brant the Brantford Rattlesnake, Young Smooch Daddy, Big Nasty, Extravagant Extrag I can't say that fucking word. Big nasty extravagant athlete. <laughs> Thank you. Jacked, master of all trades, the danger baby, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Pretty Ricky Wildy. Thank you. Yes, I Thank you. that time. Yes. Yeah, One of my to... favorite nicknames on that list is the Danger Baby. I think that's fantastic. Unfortunately, there's already a wrestler going by the Danger Kid, so I have had to scratch that off my social media. I've replaced it with Young Thunder Lips, which personally <laughs> I think is fantastic. Young uh, Thunder uh, Lips. That's come great. on. That's awesome. Money in the making. What's up? Uh, if you go out as Young Thunder Lips, do, are you going to get the blonde, silky blonde hair and some white trunks? I love the idea of getting blonde hair, but I don't want to ruin what I have. I feel like it'll all just come out 
like Rex Atkins, that big bald headed wrestler. Uh, I like the idea of white tights though. Yeah. I, I worry they get dirty. Yeah, they, they could, could have an accident. That's not what I'm saying here. Trying to pin me into a corner. I'm saying the mat's dirty. These filthy oh, establishments, oh. <laughs> disgusting professional wrestling rings. That's Give me true. a Lysol wipe. He, he did say that earlier. There'll be a lot of Lysol wipes now. Once we start. Opening yes. Yeah, yes. We'll be all over the place. Um, Oh, I lost my place in my notes. Uh, pretty Ricky. I've Dodd. had ringworm a couple times. That was your next question. I've had ringworm a couple yeah. times. Uh, I got it when I was amateur wrestling. I got it when I was training jujitsu. I've got it when I was pro wrestling. These things just happen. All right. It's a contact sport. It is. Clean your mats. Everyone. You know what I mean? Most places do. I shouldn't say that. Th- these things happen. I remember when, uh, when I was in high school and I, I, the basketball team would have practice and then the wrestling team would have it on the other side. They had that big mat that they had to roll up and, yeah. uh, and every time. And uh, at least three of our players would help them roll it up. They always got ringworm every yeah. time. Can't get rid yeah. of it. I call that home. <laughs> call it home. Sometimes home's got worms. It does. Yeah. Um, I heard that you really want, not only do you, are you trying to get hashtags over, but you want to show on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about a show necessarily, but I definitely want to be the first wrestler signed to Netflix. That is uh that is the goal. I mean, WWE, absolutely boyhood dream. Not going to deny that, yeah. but, uh, really pie in the sky. We're looking for Netflix. So, uh, we got a couple of, uh, irons in the fire trying to get old Mr. Netflix on there, but John's not answering the phone, you know, just keep calling. He'll pick it up. Um, WWE, the pie is in the sky. Um, is that where you could see pretty Ricky going smooching all the, the, the young ladies? You know, I said it for a long time and I'm talking like, since I was 12 years old, uh, where it's the idea that I, I, I don't know, seeing myself on a television, I don't see what, uh, show I fit on necessarily, right. Except for professional wrestling. Like that's where, uh, I make sense. That's where it is. It's just logical. You know what I mean? Like, uh, growing up, there was always the, this issue of me. I was, I was coming into conflicts with people a lot. It's cause I had nowhere to put that energy. And then once I figured out pro wrestling, it's like, Oh no, that's where all this energy goes. So now I can be uh, a more regular person day to day, but, uh, be able to kind of express it through pro wrestling and have that moment where there are eyes on me. And that's, ex- uh, that's, uh, acceptable. You know what right. I mean? Uh, so to to get it to that next level, I do believe uh, that WWE, AEW, any any wrestling television show, I think that's where I make the most sense. But uh, the the one extension further than that would be have my own Netflix Netflix show where I'm uh, I'm in control of that. So that's where I think I would make sense as well. What would what would the Netflix show be? Uh, so again, it, it could, I don't I don't see it as a series. You know what I mean? I see it as like a, a special, but it's uh, my own thing. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe. It, it's all of my major influences just kind of piled into one thing. So it'd be professional wrestling, stand-up comedy, uh, as well as just the bizarre and macabre. Uh, so trying to throw all that together and produce uh, one fluid thing would be the goal. Uh, you speaking of stand-up comedy, you you did some of that. Uh, I think you started maybe in high school. Who were some of the people you looked up to? Uh, uh, when I was in high school, I figured out, uh, George Carlin. I just learned about him and, uh, that yeah. kind of, I don't know, changed my world. So it sent me onto a weird course. Cause I also did some preaching. Uh, so I, I was involved with some churches and doing that. Uh, and I don't mind it, but as much as I love George Carlin, looking back on it, you know, there's something better about just joke telling and actually just hitting those punchlines and going for the, for the strong laugh as opposed to the thoughtful, because not everything's got to be brilliant. And honestly, I, it's overdone. You know, I got, I got mental apathy with all of it. Uh, the, the, the political discourse, the, the public consciousness of it, it's just all good God, exhausting and uh, bombarding. So to, to move on and just, you know, 
Well, what happened to the to Jim Carrey spreading his butt cheeks and talking with his butthole? Right. Like th- this is uh, this is a moment in time. You know, we can get back there, people, yes. and that's the goal. I I'm I want to bring back Beavis and Butthead, and they are coming absolutely back with the movie. Yeah, and I worry about it. You know, I worry about it coming back and it trying to have some kind of moral or mm. some kind of like message no. where it's like, no, that's not the idea. Nope. It's just it's just garbage for garbage. <laughs> it's just absolute. It's so bad. We, me and my wife, we found, um, uh, we found all the, every Beavis and Butthead episode. And the best part about it was that they included the music videos because that's key. If you're going to watch Beavis and Butthead, it has to be like, they were the original people that did reaction videos. Like you, you have to watch it with the MTV music videos. It's just brilliant. I should have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. The money we could have made. Right. Exactly. Um, how many things can you stuff in your trunks? How many things can I stuff in my trunks? I've never reached a full capacity. Uh, so I've always had more room to wiggle, uh, as far as I could tell, but you know, uh, these referees, especially on the scene, man, they're, they're not doing the most thorough job. So if you can hide something in your trunks, why wouldn't you? I see those guys wearing full body singlets and it's like, Oh God, if they weren't so jacked, you would just see a bunch of different foreign objects hidden all over it. Uh, yeah. Some you got to roll with the punches. Some Columbia House CDs. I, they only check the legs, the legs and the arms. Yeah. I watch them. They never check yeah. the mid. There's always slide downs right down the side, yeah. you know, and I'm trying to be an honest man. That's why I just wear trunks, but they still don't check it. No, no, for sure. It's ridiculous. Um, I had a, I had a, I was going to go back to a WWE question, but now I can't remember what it was. Hulk Hogan's the answer. I would want to wrestle Hulk Hogan. Uh, I would still, if I'm being honest, any yes. match that could like be made that I would want to see, it's still Hulk Hogan and John Cena. I'm not talking about it 10 years ago. I'm talking about tomorrow. <laughs> I want to see about it, it now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and I'm not a huge John Cena fan, but I just think those two together would be fantastic. Uh, I would like to wrestle Hulk Hogan. If not him, then Andre the Giant. Who, uh, who goes over in that match, Hogan-Cena? Uh, Hogan, no question. Come on, come on, brother. Um, I in in great segue because now I do remember exactly what it was I wanted to ask. You talked about uh, pie in the sky being WWE. You are up in Canada. Um, we just had Jimmy Profit on a couple shows ago. Talked about getting more eyes on the Canadian scene, the wrestling scene up there in Canada. Um, how like where do you stand? Like, how can we get more eyes on Canadian wrestling? I think there's a lot of talent in Ontario that absolutely deserve more eyes. I think there should be more eyes on the products, but that's all speaking pre COVID because at this point wrestling's dead. You know what I mean? It's over. You want to be a pro wrestler by a microphone and a ring light. You're a podcaster. Now Uh, these things are, are completely damaged. Even, even the main space, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, It's, it's all crumbling. The infrastructure is completely destroyed. So hopefully 10, 20, 30 years, uh, kids pick it back up and it becomes something incredible again. Uh, but you know, for the next foreseeable future, we have, we have seen the peak and the legs have been cut out of everyone and, uh, it's over. Sell your tickets. That hurts. Uh, thoughts on Holden Albright. Oh, he's incredible. He's a tremendous wrestler, better person, uh, little terrifying, but beyond that, absolutely beautiful. (laughs) He is a little, he's a little crazy. He's got some, some theories, some conspiracy theories sometimes. Make you think. Oh, yeah. There's some dark corners to his mind. There's no questions about that. Uh, but ultimately, a, a good heart and yeah. uh, trying to blend those two. Yeah, he's definitely good. Good good guy. He did, he told us his backup plan. He, he wanted – well, what did he want to do, Vanessa? 
He wanted to do something with porn. Something with porn. I forget what it was now, but classy. Makes sense. I'll let you in on my retirement plan. Yes. If all goes belly up for me, uh, I'm going to sell my Pokemon card collection. I'm going to move to Bracebridge, and I'm going to be Santa Claus at Santa's Village. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got a big Pokemon collection? No, just the original 151, but that's good enough. That's $100,000. There you go. It's a poof. Jeez, I was doing it all wrong back then. Doing Welcome that. to money, baby. Let's do this. For sure. Um. Yeah. RJ City. RJ City. Yes. Uh, have you ever had a match with him? Or... I've had multiple matches with him. I do want to take a quick interlude and be serious, though, and I yes. want to say, all your listeners in Twitch, sell your house, put all your money in Nintendo. That stock will only go up. Nintendo. Sorry, back to RJ City. Uh, yeah, we wrestled once in Barry, once in Destiny, and we've had a couple of other interactions with uh, Ray Bernardo, the car dealer. I don't know him. Yeah, no, you're not alone there. Uh, so Ray Bernardo, the car dealer, some car dealer from Toronto, he decided to pick a fight, try to make fun of me. Uh, so me, him, and RJ ended up in a whole thing. Uh, I verbally assaulted him, uh, physically embarrassed him. Classic, run-of-the-mill stuff, you know what I mean? Just another guy piping his mouth off. Now, you and RJ City both speak very well on the microphone. Yep. Um, and we we know that matches are gone over, like, how it's going to play out. We know, we know this stuff, you know, uh, could pretty Ricky and RJ city, uh, have, have a match where they're just reading the rundown of the match against each other. Uh, with me and RJ, we can get into a place where, uh, legitimately we can do anything. You know what I mean? It, uh, it does break down the barriers. Uh, again, it all, it all comes down to the, to the rest of the show, because if it's all, insanity then it just feels uh numbing you know what i mean mm. like by the end of grunge music it was all just kind of nonsense like why are we just depressing ourselves but if there's something different to it if there's something special to it and unique to it uh then we could do that uh i certainly love the idea of cutting long arduous promos and just going over moves that i could do as opposed to actually doing them uh and having to injure myself i could see that you run a move but then RJ would he'd interject with like a counter move. Yeah, I could see that developing. I could see that working back and forth. The problem, honestly, with that is having two working microphones to go back and forth to somebody at an indie show. <laughs> not always the easiest thing to accomplish. Uh, that's hilarious. He's not wrong. <laughs> I don't know. If, if you've ever seen a promo battle and they have to pass the microphone back and forth, kills it. No yeah. energy. Stop doing what you're doing. Do karaoke instead. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, if you can get two working microphones, I agree. Um, or you get the ones where they just yell back and forth at each other in the ring. Yeah. They yeah. hope everyone in the back hears. Hopefully the uh, the 13 people in the audience can all pay attention. It's, yeah. Uh, um, good God, I love it. And I wish it was back. But again, it's gone. It's gone. Well, here, like this pandemic is, is really shitty. A lot of shitty stuff has come from it. But for me personally, I didn't really know much about independent wrestling before this pandemic i knew of ring of honor back in the day i knew i guess you could even say it now if you want uh i knew of that type of independence but i did not know of this stuff going up in canada i didn't know of the stuff that's going out in texas i didn't know any of this and i'm just my eyes are being open to it and i'm like holy shit uh yeah i 
I sympathize there because I was, again, huge wrestling fan. Yeah. And I always knew there was other stuff out there. Like I had a lot of ultraviolet death matches uh, tapes growing up. So I knew there was other wrestling yeah. than just what was on TV. But for some reason, I never put together that there was like a lot of independent wrestling. And when I even got into the business, it was still like, I didn't really recognize that there were shows all around me. Uh, so when I started figuring that out and there was a rhythm and a schedule to it and there was tons of stuff going on, it was uh, like both feet going in deep end of the pool. It was uh, a lot of excitement and just, I don't know, it really did feel like a golden age we were breaking into. You know what I mean? There was more wrestling on television. There was more wrestling all over the place and it was getting seen because of the internet. It was a really incredible yeah. ride to be on. Uh, yeah, just uh, unlike anything I've ever seen before. Yeah, that's good. It's good stuff. But as you said, you know, it's dead. It's dead now. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Wrestling's over. It's completely over. Uh, that being said, NSW New School Wrestling is running an iPay-Per-View March 28th, 4 p.m. And you should definitely check it out because I will be main eventing and destroying Alexander Del Bruno uh, going for a heavyweight championship. What else you got going on? Just that day or in general? Uh, How about what you got going on in wrestling and then in general? Uh, so in wrestling, I got that. I got CWF as uh, another local promotion that's running. I got a couple of uh, contacts for Texas, but just trying to get planes out of America or out of Canada is, you know, pulling your hair out tedious. Uh, beyond that, I got a podcast. I got my own merch, social media, but I mean, nothing's going on. Uh, so just honestly, get into the stock market. Try to make some money. Be an entrepreneur in this time. Don't try to hoard and sell things that people need, but, you know, sell Pokemon cards because there's no harm in it and there's money to be made. Um yeah, uh, the the whole world's changed. Or, or honestly, you can consider me a whiner because there's guys like Ethan Page out there who just got yes. signed to AEW yeah. and he's killing it. Uh, so you know what I mean? Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, you maybe you should challenge the Karate Man. He didn't get signed anywhere. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you 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 worry getting muddled in those waters. Yeah, rip your heart out or something. Who knows? Yeah, if I'm lucky. <laughs> What's one stock you would advise us all to to get in on? Cheetos, free delay, <laughs> definitely. Uh, the Cheeto yes. price is only going to go up. Uh, if I you have can bags get... of them upstairs. Little... I'm not wrong. Right, exactly. Uh, if you can buy uh, sealed LJN wrestling figures, oh, I, I think there's a lot of money in that. Yeah. Uh, if you can get original Dwayne Johnson rookie cards from the University of Miami, a lot of money in that. Wow, I never even thought of that. I have all my LJNs down here. None of them are sealed. Um, yeah, everyone I, open them. I I chewed the hand off of Bret Hart. I don't know why. I must have must have liked the texture. I also painted the British Bulldogs to look like Demolition. That's pretty hardcore. That's cool. <laughs> so there you go. So, uh, anyways, Ricky, um, we're nearing the end of the show, uh, unless you have anything else. <laughs> I mean, I'll throw a plug out there. My last name is Wildy, W-I-L-L-D-Y. Uh, so you can follow me on all yeah. social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and uh, all podcast platforms at ProWildy, P-R-O-W-I-L-L-D-Y. Yes. See, uh, yeah, I was going to give you the mic to put over whatever you want. You just did it. So well done. Uh, he isn't wrong. Got to invest in your future, says someone in the chat. Um, what did he say? He says you are not wrong about investing in your future. Must have been talking yeah. about the Frito Lays. You watch your attitude, young man. I know. I told you that these guys in the chat. His name's the Blind Umpire. 
Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> it does, right? Get you three mice and a cane. Watch yourself, buddy. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, you got anything for uh, Pretty Ricky? Oh, I, I was just, I threw it up in Discord, but you oh, didn't read it. I was, no, uh, I didn't see it. How many um, belts are you not returning? Oh, I got a stack of them over there. Uh, I got four or five that I got right now. I'm hoping to win another one. Just try to clean them up. You know what I mean? Uh, these things are going to be collector's items because all of independent wrestling is going to burn. Uh, so I'm collecting as much as I can before the end of it all. They still let me in the building and I'm pumped about it. Nice. So in the end, in the end, uh, who's going to have collect more belts? Pretty Ricky or Kenny Omega? Oh, well, he's getting paid millions of dollars. It's not even close. You know, if I if if I was getting paid millions of dollars, my house would be made out of championship belts. I would have melted them down and made a home. You know what I mean? It's it's preposterous to even have these kind of games. Uh, the blind umpire rep- replied. He said he's got four balls and a base for you. I have no idea what that means. It sounds vaguely homophobic. And I'm going to tell you again to watch your attitude, young man. It's pathetic. What year is this? What time zone are you in? He he. We might have to time him out. I'm I'm in the East Coast. You're out of here. He's from Canada, blind up high. I don't I don't think they had baseball up there. You can't count the Blue Jays. Has he been donating to your Twitch stream? No, I don't think he has. All right, either donate to the Twitch stream, or I'm going to start flipping out. <laughs> He's going to get upset. <laughs> uh, we don't want him to pass out. Like, yeah, my that, blood sugar's getting low. Yeah, that's uh. I, I still I can't get over that that sat. Where did you pick? Where where were you able to find that couch? Garage sales, Value Village mostly. Yeah, Gary V told me I need to be hitting all the garage sales, all the yard sales. Get my Nintendo DS, flip it somewhere else. I got to get into that. Absolutely, make money, man. Make an extra hundred a week or something. Oh, good. Crumbs make crumb cake. Let's make money. <laughs> make money um well anyways pretty ricky it's been a phenomenal time uh and our door we don't even shut our door here at the bar so you're welcome and any time to come back and uh give us more stock updates uh or anything really doors well thank you very much for having me i've had a blast please have me on whenever you want send it out uh rest in peace to professional wrestling i love you all donate have a great night you as well peace Bye. Bye. That was good.